by the very nature of using a platform like Dental as a person is giving me permission to reach out and ask for help. And that's really powerful. I don't think that can be underestimated. I'm sure we've all got plenty of people in our workplaces who we would perhaps like to reach out to. We see them in the kitchen, but for whatever reason, we don't feel like there's that culture of mentoring, really, that culture of learning and development, being able to ask for help. But by formalising using a platform like Dental as if I see that person in there, I know I can actually reach out to them. Hi, I'm Guy Lambert, Head of Growth at MentorLoop, and you're listening to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network Podcast. Welcome to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network Podcast, brought to you by the Pharmacy Guild of Australia. Focusing on pharmacy management and ownership, the PBCN Podcast supports the improvement and growth of your business performance with insights and advice from a range of industry professionals. The PBCN Podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. Today, we are talking all things mentoring. Whether you are at the start of your career or a seasoned pharmacist or pharmacy owner, mentoring can play a significant role in both career and business development and success. My guests today include Guy Lambert, Head of Growth at Mentor Loop, a company helping organisations to create a mentoring culture for their people, leading to better employee retention, diversity and talent development outcomes. Guy talks to us about mentoring programs and why it makes good personal and also business sense. Here's Guy. Hi, Guy. Welcome to the program. We probably, the listeners, we all have our own views on what mentoring is and entails, but you're the professional. It's definitely in your wheelhouse, so it's probably best to start with you. What do you see mentoring as? <laughs> what a big question to start with, Daniel. Um, a mentor is a sounding board. They're an advocate. They're a confidant, uh, a career navigator. The whole bunch of, of words I could use to describe the role of a mentor. Um, maybe I'll, I'll contrast a mentor with a coach because a lot of people think they know what a coach is or I get asked all the time what the difference between a mentor and a coach is. And I'd say primarily a mentor is relationship focused. So the mentor is there to provide the mentee with kind of general guidance and support. They hold their hand through certain issues and they're not telling them what to do. Uh, We think about a coach, they're usually engaged to assist with a particular problem. So uh, they're much more task oriented. So, you know, I want to improve my public speaking skills. I want to manage people more effectively or develop specific leadership attributes. Um, maybe just to delve a little bit deeper on that, you know, coach, uh, coaching versus mentoring, there's a, there's a difference in money. Coaches are often paid. We've got professional coaches uh, in the world. We don't really have professional mentors. Uh, the outcomes are different, as I've already articulated. There's a difference in initiative as well. Uh, coaching relationships are driven by the coach. They're being paid to give, give you an outcome. Mentoring relationships are driven by the mentee. Uh, it's up to the mentee to get out of their relationship what they're looking for. Uh, and there's often a time period as well. I'm often only going to be paying a coach for six weeks or six months. Sure, in a mentoring relationship, I might have a I might be part of a formal mentoring program that does run for six months, but more often than not, we get along really well. We're still getting value out of it. That relationship can continue. So on that, with the focus being on the relationship, for professionals, what is the real attraction uh, about mentoring? Why should professionals be interested in mentoring? A lot of organisations we work with, when we think about people who are being mentored or are seeking out a mentor uh, in a kind of organisational or in their kind of professional environment, um, they come from a place where often 
management is really focused on developing skills and competencies, and we talk about things in that sort of language, uh, rather than grooming traits uh, that are needed to excel in a particular field or perhaps broader, even outside of your career. So that's where a mentor can play a really important role. Uh, and I think real professional growth requires kind of honest feedback as well. And, and mentors are a really good uh, good person there. They can see where you need to improve. Uh, well, as myself as an individual, I, I don't have visibility over some of my own uh, potential weaknesses. Uh, so a mentor can help shine a light on that and nurture some of these traits that might, might serve in my career. But I think you also get the benefit of your mentor's experience too. So I can sort of think about it, you know, we often talk about the benefit of hindsight. I can get the benefit of my mentor's hindsight as well. And over time, we start to develop a network. We can build out a personal advisory board. Maybe I've got two or three mentors at once. We can create a real sense of community. Uh, and, and like I said, that, that network that you can leverage. So there's benefits for not just the mentee, but also the mentor. But focusing on the mentee, is there also good business sense there? Does the flow on from improving as a professional have a direct impact on that person's business? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as an employee of a business uh, or as a, as a business owner, if I can mentor my employees or offer mentoring to my employees, there's a huge range of benefits to my business there. We know that mentoring uh, can improve employee turnover, for instance. So, uh, I won't name the organisation, but we work with a, a large um, a large business in Australia that owns uh, many, many, probably hundreds if not thousands of retail stores, and they actually uh, have recently started mentoring, and I say recently, over the last couple of years, um, they actually offer mentoring as part of their, their onboarding experience for, for their new team members. Uh, and they identified a problem. They realised that, you know, if they could uh, have a member remain with the business for two years, uh, they would often stay for 10, but getting someone to stay two years, they really needed to support them. So mentoring was the answer there. And they've actually calculated last financial year, or I suppose the financial year before now, FY18, uh, they saved nearly $2 million on their attrition costs compared to the year before. So the Guild recently launched the Guild Mentor Platform, which utilises the Mentor Loop software. Can you tell us a little bit about Mentor Loop and how it works? We are an Australian-based uh, software company. We have been running for three or four years now, and we really started off with the mission. Uh, we wanted to make mentoring more mainstream. It's something we often say. We also believe that the right connection really can change your life. We've sort of all had people in our lives that have had you know, significant influence either kind of personally or professionally. So we wanted to be able to help organisations offer mentoring to as many people as, as possible. Um, for participants in the program, we think about you know mentees or mentors you know in the guild mentoring program. Um, by very nature of the fact that the person is in the platform, they're giving me permission to reach out and ask for help, and that's really powerful. I don't think that can be underestimated. Um, I'm sure we've all got plenty of people in our workplaces who we would perhaps like to reach out to. We see them in the kitchen, but for whatever reason, we don't feel like there's that that culture of of mentoring really, that culture of learning and development, being able to ask for help. Um, but by formalising using a platform like MentorLoop, if I see that person in there, I know I can actually reach out to them. Um, we can also scale a mentoring program over longer distances. So the Guild program is obviously Australia-wide. So using a software tool means I can connect with someone in, you know, between Brisbane and Perth, for instance, uh, and we can create those long-lasting relationships at scale. We can use the tool to build out uh, a personal advisory board. So. We talk about a personal advisory board, like I said, being sort of two or three people I'm, I've got 
there that I can reach out to at any point in time I need to. We can set that up in the platform and I've got that place to, to maintain and manage that relationship. I can track my goals, communicate uh, and keep all my information there in one place and really have that, that mentoring hub to go to. Guy, obviously we've spoken about the benefits to mentees and mentors and some of the benefits of the software itself, but as an organisation, what is the benefit of the Pharmacy Guild using the Mentor Loop software to deliver the program to members? Primarily it's about removing the admin burden of running a mentoring program. Um, historically, you know, um, organisations have had to cap access to mentoring just because it's such a huge admin burden having to match up 500 or 1,000 or 2,000 people into mentoring relationships and then being able to, to manage and track that manually. Um, it sounds like a lot of hard work even me saying it just now. But the platform um, allows organisations to automate uh, a fairly significant amount of that process to varying degrees depending on how high touch they want to make the program uh, and give them some visibility as well. Uh, and I suppose primarily, like I said before as well, they can offer it to more people because that's really what it's all about at the end of the day. Um, and then while they're in the program, they've got the ability to keep an eye on what's happening. People can ask questions of the program administrators through the platform. Uh, and as a program administrator, I can see who's achieving their goals, who might need a bit more support. You know, are there people who are being left on the sidelines that I might want to proactively bring into the program? So I've got that visibility there too. Sounds amazing. So finally, what piece of advice or words of wisdom would you give our listeners if they're considering joining the mentoring platform, but maybe they're not sure? Absolutely do it. And I'd encourage anybody to build out a personal advisory board of two or three people. Don't feel you have to be limited to one mentor. No, not one person has all the answers for you. There's going to be two or three people there that you can connect with and really make some great relationships with. Guy, thank you so much for joining us on the show and sharing your views on mentoring and some insights into Mentor Loop. Thanks for having me. We will also be talking to early career pharmacist Elise Apolloni, who is also a diabetes educator, mental health first aid trainer, owner of four capital chemists, and a very proud mum of one. She makes her sound like the busiest woman on the planet. And Tash Yovanoska, who recently became an owner of her first pharmacy in Braidwood, rural New South Wales, about their mentoring journeys. Elise, let's start with you. Welcome to the show. I would love to hear about your mentoring experience. And firstly, how has mentoring been a part of your professional career? Well, yes, thank you for having me. It has been a very important part of my career to date. I started in pharmacy when I was 14 years old, which is a little while ago now, and I had great mentors from the start. So I had a great married pharmacist couple that owned the pharmacy I was employed in who showed me the way and showed me the importance of serving your community. And then throughout my student life, I had great lecturers and support networks there in my education. And then moving on to my pharmacist life, I've been very lucky to be surrounded by amazing pharmacy owners and pharmacists that have pushed me to the point where I am today in a very positive way, of course. And yeah, I've been very lucky in the mentoring space. I don't think I've ever had a bad mentoring experience. There's been so many learnings that have shaped the pharmacist I am today. Those experiences that you just spoke about, were they some of the reasons that you were encouraged to now become a mentor yourself? Absolutely. I think 
I noticed that every time I underwent mentoring, often in a very informal capacity, I might add, it wasn't like, oh, you're my mentor, (laughs) you know, yes, let's shake hands and have a formal sit down. You know, it was often just, you know, um, random conversations. And I can often recollect snippets of advice I've received in my career. And I think, gosh, that person was such a great role model and mentor for me. I think that advice over the years and those relationships really accelerated my career. I don't think I would be in the position I am today without each of the individual roles that those mentors played throughout my journey. And I think it has assisted me to learn from the mistakes of others. I think, you know, people have regrets in their life or things that they wish they'd done differently. And in having lots of mentors, you're actually able to um, feed off, you know, the knowledge of others and actually improve your experience and hopefully then pass on more learnings to the next people that you assist. So, yeah, it was inspiring. It was very supportive. And I suppose it just made me realise I was never, never alone. And there was a tribe of people that wanted me to follow in their footsteps. Outstanding. Clearly being a mentee has a a lot of benefits and it's very rewarding. But what about the other side of the fence? What would you say has been the most rewarding aspect of being part of a mentoring relationship, both as a mentee and a mentor? I love the ability to be able to pay it forward. So I think when you receive something great in your life, then, you know, you should find a way to then give someone else the same access to what you've experienced. So it's my way of giving back. Um, It's a nice legacy to leave, I suppose. I mean, it's very morbid to think about, but, you know, we all die one day. And, you know, when you're sitting, you're sitting there, you know, wondering if your time's up or, you know, um, your time is coming to a close. It's nice to look back on your life, I imagine, and think about, lots of positive experiences and relationships and interactions that you've had. And I often look at a lot of the times that I was mentored, but when I've also been a mentor myself, and I think that that will be a really lovely legacy to lead of helping others, of creating an environment where they feel comfortable um, to talk to you, but also you felt comfortable in the presence of others. We've had, we even have an online mentoring group essentially called um, Positivity for Pharmacy, which is just pharmacy students and interns and pharmacists and Pharmacy assistants all just getting together, sharing positive vibes and just like the Guild Mentoring Program, I think it's just a lovely way to um, create that legacy and build those relationships that we'll look back on fondly in the future. Lots of positive points there. As you mentioned, part of your mentoring journey has included pharmacy ownership. As an owner, you are now providing mentoring to Tash, who recently became co-owner of Braywood Capital Chemist. Can you tell us a little bit about how this relationship was nurtured? Tash and I met at a pharmacy networking event and, you know, we 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 liked each other. We got along. I offered her a job and she said yes. So we've been working together for five years and I've seen her progress as a student, intern, pharmacist in charge, and now I'm in partnership with Tash, which is a great privilege. I think it's is a very great relationship and it's been nurtured in a number of ways. Firstly, you know, in the formal sense of me being her preceptor when she was an intern, um, but also in the less formal sense of, you know, throwing around ideas and sharing experiences and advice, um, particularly as she enters her um, pharmacy, pharmacy ownership life, which is, you know, a bit daunting and overwhelming, but I certainly know I liked having buddies around me when I went on that journey and I think um, she feels the same way. So yeah, it's just a marriage, you know, it's give and take, it's, you know, good times and bad times. And it's just lovely to share that with um, people who are equally as passionate about pharmacy. So this is probably a great time to bring Tash into the conversation. Welcome, Tash. We have just heard from Elise, obviously, about her personal mentoring journey 
and how she has become one of your mentors. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey and why you think mentoring is critical to your career path? I definitely wouldn't be where I am currently in my career this early on without the mentoring relationships that I've had with Elise and with other people. Um, I'm very similar to Elise in terms of I've had lots of mentoring relationships throughout my education and throughout my life um, and just gained little bits of advice and education and little gems from all sorts of people in different aspects of my life through my education and through my friends and family and my parents and obviously from my bosses who employed little old me um, five years ago um, and have since grown me to be the pharmacist that I am today and now have also taken the chance on mentoring me into my first pharmacy ownership, which is kind of incredible and kind of scary, but it, I feel a lot more comfortable about going into it because I know that they're there and that I have them as my mentors to sort of guide me through all the bumps and lumps that come in with new experiences. You said you're similar to Elise in terms of journey and how you've been exposed to lots of mentors and supports and, and, and networks. Do you think you're also like Elise and that you're going to be keen to one day be a mentor yourself? I think definitely. I also I do think that I've already like been a mentor in different different ways. Like obviously I haven't been a mentor in the way of bringing somebody into pharmacy ownership since I'm still a mentee in that capacity. Um, but there have been times where I myself have been try, have tried to mentor others. Like so it may have been over the last few years with the interns that I've worked with trying to mentor them um, to sort of teach them little bits about the pharmacy world and how to be better pharmacists. And now at the moment we actually have placement students working at Braidwood and I try to help them grow to ignite that passion for pharmacy that I have and that I share with a lot of the people around me and to just make the pharmacy world a better, more positive place. Is that really rewarding for you being able to work with those placement students? Yeah, I do find that it is it is great. Like it's a great way for me to um, form relationships with people that are going to be part of the next generation of the pharmacy world and to sort of even potentially scope out my potential own interns like down in the future to sort of see like how different people operate and what sort of things that I can learn from them being their mentor and what sort of things that I need to do to be able to mentor people in a better way, like just learning how to better that mentoring relationship. Definitely. So you're a bit of a mentor yourself with those placement students and other people in the industry. You're a mentor yourself at the moment. What sort of advice do you have for those wanting to become a mentor or a mentee? What do they need to keep in mind? There's a few things. I remember Elise once said, to be a mentee, you just need to pick mentors. They don't even need to know that they're your mentors. You just need to pick people that you want to be like or that they've got traits that you want to have and just see whatever you can gain from them and just soak them up like a sponge. And I think that one of the best advice pieces, gems that I've ever been given is just to sort of pick things that you see other people doing that you wish that you could do and then see if you can do that. And if you can have a mentor in a professional capacity or in a very formal capacity, then make sure you let them know that you would like them to be your mentor. Or if you want to mentor somebody, then look for those opportunities and just seize them. Because the worst thing that can happen is you can be like, hey, can you be my mentor or mentee? And the worst they could do is say no, which might be a little bit sad, but you know, I don't know why anybody would say no to that. 
That's some great advice. Thanks for that. Elise and Tash, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your experiences of the mentoring relationship. No problems. Thank you very much. Thanks to all my guests today for providing an insight into why mentoring is beneficial both personally and for the business. The Guild believes that mentoring is important for the future of community pharmacy. And as we just heard, the Guild has established a mentoring platform to help facilitate mentoring relationships. The platform provides an opportunity to engage across the workforce, build stronger networks, promote the benefit of a career in community pharmacy and so much more. The system is designed to build a mentor network at all levels and will not only assist young pharmacists, but also future owners, current members, potential guild officials, and those looking for development as they progress with CP2025 initiatives. The platform will also link professionals from outside the pharmacy industry from areas such as finance, legal, marketing, IT, and governance. If you are interested in becoming a mentor or a mentee, you can find more information about the Guild Mentor platform at guild.org.au forward slash guild hyphen mentor hyphen platform. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and you've been listening to episode 26 of the PBCN podcast. The PBCN podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. For more resources, to access support or advice, or to view this episode's show notes, visit guild.org.au.